game. Gaskin down the sideline. And it's a touchdown. The late and we are live. Thank you again for listening. This is another episode of Lunchtime Football Talk. I'm your host, Sione, with our, my fabulous co-host. We got Robbie here. Hello, everyone. Buckeye Burt back again. Hello, the podcast. I don't have anything interesting to say. Oh. I just pick wins. That's all. Oh. <laughs> we got Stevie here. Hey, it's going on. Um, sad about my Utes. Still, uh, still recovering from that game. Um, I don't know what I'm more sad about. The fact that Utah lost or that BYU won. And now their fans are just, uh, man, their heads are so wide they're barely fitting through the front doors of, uh, of buildings. It's, it's, it's a sad day. Popping out of the woodwork everywhere. Not, Everyone's a BYU fan now. Not only that, my fantasy team lost. It was just a bad weekend for football for me. Man. It was like 132 to 115 or something. It, it was wasn't good. Do you, have a, do you have a nickname or anything? Yeah. You have Buckeye Burt. What was yours? Oh, I don't have a nickname, I don't think. At least if I have one, it hasn't been given to me yet. If any fans are listening, we should give Steve a nickname. All right, and lastly, we have our Mr. Hot Take himself. Mr. The Predictably Unpredictable. <laughs> Wild card! We're coming back after a very sad week in college football. It's always bad. When the U loses and BYU wins, it, it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. The Big Ten took a huge L. Big time. Big I, time. I have lost all faith in those guys. I'm really upset. Come at me, bro. Who's defending them all day who's, long? Who's, who's worse? Good team in that division. Who did worse last weekend? Pac-12 or the Big Ten? Both Pac-12. those conferences did really bad Are last Pac-12 weekend. Pac-12 just beat up on each other. That's what I'm saying. Do we count the beating up on each other part of the podcast? Whoa! Whoa. Oh, those Cougars! Oh, oh, out of the water! Who are you? Oh, what did we they say? They should be ranked number six now. <laughs> Refer to my say? earlier statement that about was, BYU uh, fans. Our, local, our uh, resident <laughs> Cougar fan oh. and BYU football <laughs> expert, Mr. Eric Worms DeWall. <laughs> He has now exited the you podcast. Can, you can follow him at Plastic Attack yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, so uh, where is BYU ranked right now? 25, right? 25. Oh, yeah, the cracks. Is Utah 25. still in the top 25 or no? We were never in it. No? We, we were 26. Yeah. Oh, receiving And votes. now I think we're probably now. 35. This is why preseason rankings are a joke. Wisconsin had no business being ranked that high. But oh, it's yeah. just because they won a lot last year against, you know, pretty... Pretty cupcake schedule again yeah. last year. They're a consistent okay. program too, though. Yeah. Yeah, Generally, but yeah. their their schedule is consistently. Uh, They're bad still going to win the the Big Ten West for sure. I There's know. Like, so I, I got a hot. I got a hot take on that. Minnesota. You Iowa. Iowa. You saw oh, Iowa held that Iowa State team to three points. Iowa State scored twenty seven on Oklahoma. Get out of here. Iowa State's nasty. Dude, they said. What was we'll, it? we'll see. We'll see this weekend. We'll see this weekend. Iowa had a was number ranked one twenty second in offense last week, I think. It was pretty low down there. Yeah. I have no idea how many Division One teams there are. 132? 126, maybe? Somewhere around there. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Pretty <laughs> on the list Whatever it is. They scored like 30 points. Well. Quarterback threw for over 300. Two running backs combined for like 100. Get out of here. <laughs> as, as the only guy here in the podcast who did not go to the game, what are you guys thoughts on the Utah-Washington game? Do we have to get into this now? We should. <laughs> I have a whole page of notes here. Whole so page of notes. So I sat there next to Nate first. during oh. the whole first half. We had tickets together. God, every single play on defense, he was sitting there. Corner one, guy would be opening the corner right there. Sure enough, we ran the cover one. Guy was opening the corner. I mean, just in every single play. Oh, cover one again. Oh, there's cover one. Hey, we're changing up. We're in a cover three right now. I mean, it was, it was pretty funny. It was very predictable and 
you know, I'm feeling very targeted after that game. You know, very <laughs> targeted. God, and then how many personal fouls were not called against Wisconsin, or against uh, Washington? There was a blatant face mask. He ripped his head around backwards. Mm. There's roughing the passer. I yeah. mean, there was quite a few after pretty the blatant. Heavy hit. The guy dancing yeah. like a jackass. Dude, that guy took so much punishment that game. Well, I mean, Tyler Huntley is basically trying to kill him, throwing Hanging the ball to dry. Him. Oh my god! Like absolutely, just just trying to destroy our best receiver at this point. <laughs> which is every just, play. Every play. Nate, as the inside man, what is your thoughts on the game? <sighs> okay, let me get started here. I've got a whole page of notes. Uh, for the listeners at home, he has an actual notepad full of notes. Legal pad, so these are legal notes. Yes, legal <laughs> pad. Okay, let me start on offense. Tyler Huntley is an absolute enigma to me. I have no idea what to make of this guy. I have never seen somebody make more difficult passes and then drop pack pass three three plays later and miss a wide open man five yards in front of him. I just don't understand it. And it's not like it's like at his knees or slightly above his head. No, it's, he's literally overthrowing somebody from five yards away every single time. Every easy pass he's managing to miss it. Or he throws a missile five yards. Exactly, that yeah, he throws it way too yeah. hard. He has happy feet in the pocket, hold the ball way too long at times, and then gets really nervous other times when he has all time in the world in the pocket. Uh, our pl offensive play calling, Troy Taylor, I don't know what he's doing. I feel like he's playing Madden up there, to be completely honest with you. Just calling random plays and spider to a banana every play. <laughs> yeah. I think our offense might look better if we ran that every play. <laughs> Zach Moss was injured. He was pretty banged up. Without him, we were pretty much useless. Yeah, we had some bad calls in the game, and our offense just was not powerful enough to keep us in it, just to overcome those kinds of things. Um, our line struggling as always. Uh, number 55 on offensive line. Don't remember his name. He's good for about a holding call every single game. Uh, play calling on fourth and short uh, between the last two weeks at IU and this one, I believe we've run that on third and short and fourth and short five times now. Yeah, you and I were sitting there and they split them out. We both at the same time go QB run and just sure enough, just stonewalled in the backfield. I don't know why Troy Taylor is convinced that Tyler Huntley is Cam Newton, but that dude, <laughs> he's listed at 200 pounds on the Utah website. He might be 200 pounds soaking wet, wearing all of his pads. That dude Generous. is not 200 pounds. He's trying to take on middle linebacker at the line of scrimmage. It's a problem. <laughs> Defensively, we're really good. That's the strength of the team. Our players are great. Chase Hansen's awesome. Cody Barton had an awesome interception. That should have been an interception. I don't give a crap about the targeting call. Yeah, shout out to Robbie, my buddy Cody Barton. Yep. Marquise Blair. That was bullshit him getting tossed out. Who's the defensive line who got the interception? That was a middle uh, linebacker is Cody. That, that was oh, yeah. No, no, no the, yeah, the big man. Yeah. I was yeah. at that point. <laughs> Yeah. Peter Tonka got it. Oh. Made it on SportsCenter, not top 10, by the way. Oh, did it? Yep. <laughs> yep. If you go on, <laughs> on SportsCenter's Instagram and scroll down a little bit, you can see it. Hey, at it's least good. we made it on SportsCenter somehow. Yep. Um, our corners play undisciplined. We uncover one. They're not getting any safety help. So it's really hard. Um, Julian Blackman relies a lot on his athleticism to save him. And a lot of times he's able to make some pretty miraculous plays. But sometimes he gets burned. And he definitely got burned this week against a talented team. And that's... What you're going to see happen against those high-quality opponents, and I feel like that's that's kind of what got exposed. Also, it should not be targeting if your free safety is six foot three, tackling a five foot nine running back who's already low. It is impossible to get that low for somebody like that. And he was intentionally targeting this guy's head. He just runs low like you're taught to as a running back. It's just targeting it, was, it was a problem. There's Targeting was overboard in this game. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was ridiculous. There's a lot of targeting penalties this weekend alone. I mean, yeah. I think the uh, the last play of Arizona State, San Diego State, ended up being targeting. 
There were just there were a ton of targeting calls this weekend. So many you guys got to protect their heads. If someone's had a lot of concussions, protect your head. Be stupid. Uh, did you have any notes for the game? I didn't have a full legal pad with the notes, but my <laughs> my sense is so many missed opportunities. If we're gonna be a great team and if we're gonna win the Pac-12 South, we have to show up in the times where we need to show up. I mean. Pita Tonga, man, what are you doing? Like fumbling for you, no reason. You're, you're you're going towards the end zone. You're in the big moment. You can't just let that ball just slip out like it ate just, a whole bucket of popcorn. Man. It it's just went just, out of his head. It's like there, it was like some sort of voodoo magic where that <laughs> ball is just magnetized I, to the to the sideline. But like you got to make that play. And then on that same drive, we got nothing out of it because fourth down and goal, dude's wide open. That short little pass over there to the right after who it was two. Hits so, it right in the chest, in drops it. Number 44, the drops tight end. It. Yep, just completely drops it. Hits right in the chest, would have been an easy touchdown. That was on, that was was on one of those plays we were really well, too, like that. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a great, it was a great play call. They weren't expecting it. He was wide open, hit him right in the chest, and dropped it. It's yeah. like, you got to make those plays if you're going to be an elite team in your conference. And if you can't make those plays at home in front of our own crowd, then I just don't have confidence going forward that we'll be able to do it later in the season. You know? Yeah, watching that game live... Uh, when they broke the huddle, lined up for that play was a quick count, and they caught the defense off guard on that play. Mm-hmm. And then just the drop ball. Everyone, you could tell everyone's emotions just oh. went down yeah. Yeah. in that game. I'm happy I didn't go to the game now, though. But I was right. You didn't miss much. Yeah, yeah no, you, you were right. Oh, yeah. Let's get to the picks. What about this last week? So last week, we picked LSU-Auburn. The winner was LSU, so Siona and I both picked that one, so we take W on that one. Go Tigers. We also picked Boise State versus oh, Oklahoma yeah. State. Me and Steven were correct on that one. Boom. Good uh, game. That was special teams. There's a two block ones for two touchdowns. Oklahoma right? State looked real good in that game. That Boise State catch, though, that guy, that was insane. Mm, yeah. Then we also picked Alabama-Ole Miss. Everyone but Sione was correct yeah. on that one. <laughs> hey, you were right for about 15 seconds. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. Real ugly after a while. Uh, OSU, TCU, uh, we all picked Ohio State on that one, so go us. Ohio State by the skin of their teeth on that game, man. Yeah, that, that there was like minute 10 minutes, there, yeah. That five-minute stretch where they just scored 20 points, just yeah. rapid fire, just kind of like they just pulled away a little Pick bit. Pick six on the off. shovel pass, guys, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, how bad. How ugly. I like that, like, the... the Fake play to where he did the forward passes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, laying in the end zone, looking like a, looking was, like a commando. <laughs> that was the first time I seen that play actually work. Almost. Yeah, almost. I've, yeah, so th- there have been a few different times where people have leaned the end zone yeah, for the, that, the kick. Yeah, that lateral though was about a ten yard forward pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, USC Texas. I was the only one who picked USC on that one, so I will take the L on the. What did we call that last week? The, the toilet bowl. The, the toilet, toilet bowl. Yeah. Yeah. But fire, which Texis looked really good that actually game. Actually did, but is Texas and back? My hot take, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Texas is back for one week only. <laughs> oh, okay. It's well, not a hot take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, they're, at, they're playing TCU next. So it's like the most oh, they're back. That's the most lukewarm take I've ever had in my life. <laughs> for this week, I'm all on board on them. <laughs> they're back until they, they go into the, the wood chip for TCU. Yeah. And then last last game was Washington Utah and Siona got that one right. So this week's records that was Steven, three and three, Robbie at three and three, Siona at four and two, me at four and two. <coughs> Overall records Nate thirteen and four. That's me. Robbie thirteen and four. Sione ten and seven. Steve ten and seven. Oof. It's the heaven. Tied with house. the riverboat gambler over here. <laughs> it's getting tight. It's getting tight. And I want to talk about Kansas. Oh, yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen, two game winning streak. Destroying. Rutgers. Rutgers, yeah. The Big Nash, Ten. The Big Public Ten. University of New Jersey. Yeah. Yes. 
that's all I have. It's just funny to see him win again. Big Bade saved his They don't job. win. That's the I think so. Bank, yeah. yeah, for now. Rutgers is the worst team in the Power Five. Hot they, take. That's not a hot be. take. That's a very easy take. To <laughs> I don't know. I think Rutgers and uh, Oregon State put them in a game together. Go some, Beavs. Some quality football <laughs> right there. Okay, so I'll start with my top four. I'm going to have to say Alabama. They just look reckless out there, just destroying them. Ohio State. Still gonna make my top four list. I didn't watch Clemson play this weekend, so I went, they, they won a lot, but they were playing someone real bad. Okay, it's like thirty-eight to seven, yeah, I think. I don't know who they played, but they won. They're fine. Um, and I guess my last one. There's not gonna be a Pac-12 one. Uh, Stanford, you're our only hope. I'm gonna go USF. Why not? USF. <laughs> USF. Damn, dude. Go Bulls. I love it. Yeah, it was against Georgia Southern, 38-7. to They're not blowing teams out, but they're just playing really solid defense. Yeah. What do you got, Buckeye Burt? You're nothing, top four. Nothing new for Buckeye Burt. Same old, same old. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. Easy. Who did Georgia play this weekend? They must have won, too. There's, there's no news. They didn't hear anything about them, so they either had a buy or they won big. Middle, middle Tennessee, 49-7. Yeah, to seven. That's right, yeah. The Middle Tennessee Raiders? The Blue Raiders? The Blue Raiders. Brent Stock still is still there. Didn't he get the quarterback job because his dad's the, the head coach? I don't know. Sounds about he's right. Been there for like, he's been there for like four years, I think. <laughs> What's your top four, Steven? Uh, I got to go the exact same. I think Ohio State, they showed that they're very opportunistic. If you like give them an inch, they take a mile. Um, in no particular order, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. All right. I have a little bit different. I shuffled up my order. Uh, Notre Dame's no longer on there because they are winning really close games against really crappy teams. So it's... Alabama number one, of course. Tua might be the best college football player I've ever seen. He's absolutely incredible. Ever seen? Better than Tebow? Yeah, Cam? Give him a chance. Yeah. Give him a chance. Just wait. Oh, Give him the whole season. Dude, it's good. He is special. Let I'm telling you guys. Decide. Here's his problem. He only plays two quarters. Yeah, that's the thing. He gets him up by <laughs> so many so points. He still has out. probably the numbers on half of the country. <laughs> Better numbers. Yeah. Wow. Uh, number two, Georgia. Uh, number three, LSU. I think Coach O has Ooh. them playing out of their mind right yeah. now. And I would say the quote from Coach O after the game, but that would make this podcast explicit, and we're not about that. Uh, number uh, four. How would you get those three in there at the same time? Well, you get, you I'm saying the SEC this is championship. Four. Okay. I'm saying yeah, this okay. is my top four teams. Top I'm not four. saying this is okay. going to be the playoff picture. Yeah. Okay. I got you. This is just my top four teams. And then number four is Ohio State, followed closely by Oklahoma and Clemson. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I read a – no, I was listening to a different podcast, and they were saying how Coach O is – like eight and two against top twenty-five teams in the last like three years. He's some fire. He's up, yeah. He's special. He's got something going on right now. Orgeron, man. He's he's our one of one of the favorite yeah, coaches. Who could do an impersonation of him? I was gonna try. Though. <laughs> yeah, just go. Say, I don't want to embarrass just, myself. Well, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What was his? Gonna uh, call you some gumbo. Go tires. Yeah, exactly. Go tires. What was his quote after the game? Because I imagine it just went something along the lines of. Yeah, we're out there on the field, being the hell of the Go Tigers! Boys are good in the trenches and uh, came out the window, Tigers. Did you see the game of him through that sheriff off the sidelines after they won the game? Yeah, that was He's great. Like, yeah. He's squaring up on the sheriff. Coach O's ready to throw down. Coach O, man. What a, what a great great person. Who does Utah play this week? Play? We're, on, we're on a bye week. We're on the bye, bye week. Thank God. God. Yeah. Which is good, because now we get to watch every other game on TV. I don't have to you know, worry about yep. tailgating or going to the game. Yep. Who does uh, BYU play this weekend? Is it NIU? McNeese State. The, McNeese State? Yes. Nice. Powerhouse. <laughs> are they Division Two Or what, are they, what is it called? They've got to be D2. I think, think they got the same before. recruiting time as TBD. <laughs> 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 
I think that game got canceled because I went to look up the score of that game and I, I think I think DVD just didn't get off the bus. They didn't show up. I hate to see it. Yeah. It's got to play some pride, guys. Get us in your school. So what's uh so we have BYU in the top twenty. Is any other Utah school in the? No, but Utah State's playing some really good football. Utah State, they, looks they good just dropped year. seventy-three points last week. They've scored something like, like hundred and fifty or hundred and sixty points this year. They are playing really good football. Is Matt Wells still the coach up there? Yeah, Damn. yeah. Everyone who's calling for Matt Wells' head, what last year? Wonder if they're, wonder if they're eating their words now. They're, they're looking good. Right now, Miami is renewing their rivalry this weekend uh, versus FIU. That brawl that happened. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. man! It's the first time they played since then. It's gonna be fun. Butch Davis. Butch is he Davis is still the coach at, still there. at FIU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's or now at FIU. There. I'm excited for uh, Central Florida and uh, Florida Atlantic. Kiff, oh. Kiffin versus uh, versus Hypo? UCF. Yeah. Kiffin's all hype. I think UCF. Will oh, they're, blow they're gonna blow them out. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime you can get a throw out to the you know. Shout out to the, the lane train. Shout out to the lane train coming through. Choo choo. Who does Ohio State play this weekend? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't look at it. Uh, Any other big games we want to talk about before so, someone Stevie Either someone up. good or someone really bad. Tulane. Oh, yeah. No, the uh, the Green Wave. The green Wave. I always get those. The Mean Green's North Texas. Yeah, yeah, North Texas. So many green names. Okay. Now it's time for our picks. Okay, so our first pick of the week. We will start with the most obscure game first. We'll start with uh, Kentucky versus Mississippi State. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would never Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, man. It's, is it, it at Kentucky or Mississippi State? It's at Kentucky. Oh, is uh, Nick Fitzgerald back? Yeah, yeah, he's been back for two games, one game. Didn't he not play well the last couple of games, though? He hasn't thrown the football very well, but he's been running really well. I mean, that's, you know, he's definitely a running first quarterback. I'm trying to I'm going to take it. That I'm going to go I'm gonna go Mississippi State because it's going to be a trap game for Kentucky's emotions from winning, from breaking that streak. They're like, that's it. Uh, with this one, I think i got to go Mississippi State purely because of name recognition and purely because I don't know anything about either of these teams. And Mississippi <laughs> State beat Kansas State. Kansas State is okay. Kentucky beat Florida. Florida's okay. Who knows? I'm going Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you combine these two teams together, and you got a bowl team. 3-0 versus 3-0, oh, man. Yeah, seriously. Kentucky. You know, look at that. Um... <laughs> Lines Mississippi State's a ten point favorite. You got to go Mississippi State. They're running the football really well. Um, yeah, I think Kentucky's gonna have a bit of an emotional hangover. I just think Mississippi State's playing really good football. They got a really good running back. Fitzgerald's really good dual threat. Okay, somebody's gotta do it. I'll take Kentucky. Chris. <laughs> so, somebody's gotta do it. I, this was not my upset pick of the week, but I think they could be coming off an emotional. Like I understand, there's probably gonna be a fall in emotions because they beat Florida. That's pretty much their Super Bowl. Um, but. If they're playing good football, that could carry carry through. And I think that could give them some confidence here going into week three. And they, see that. Four. they did just play Murray State last week. All right, so the next game that we're going to pick is, is TCU and Texas. Oh, TCU easy. That's it. <laughs> I don't care if you're going to TCU. They're so fast. Yeah, if TCU can hang with Ohio State and play as good, as good of a game as they did with the speed they have, I'm sorry, Texas is not back. It's TCU. <laughs> They're back right now. Is it, what, Kevontae Turpin? Is that the receiver? Yeah. People are calling him, like, the fastest person in college football right now. Yeah, I got TCU. Um, I think that... You know, they're going to bounce back. They were hanging real tough with Ohio State for a while there, and I think they'll, I think they'll bounce back. I got to do TCU as well. I think they're going to take out their frustration on this Texas team coming off the biggest win of their season, probably. 
Yeah, that TCU Ohio State game. There was a lot of bonehead defensive calls that TCU had like, a lot of like late hits, a lot of late pushes. Although in this one, TCU is only a three point favorite right now. In state is yeah, it's at Texas. That, yeah, that plays. They're going to be hyped up after beating USC. They're going to be hyped for up some for some reason. reason. I just think TCU is the superior <laughs> team. Oh yeah, for sure. No. Okay, what's the next one? All right, next game is AM and Bama. Another change up. And it's at Bama or at AM? I believe it's. Because mm-hmm. if it's at AM, I'm taking it. It's at Bama. Oh. All right. I wanted to go contradictory. <laughs> I don't know if this will sway you at all. Bama is a 26 point favorite. <laughs> oh, is that it? Wow. That's it. The over under on this one's 61. I need to make some separation, so I'm going to take AM. I'm going to AM. The- Come on, Jimbo Fisher. I'm going to take the over on that 61, <laughs> and I am also going to take Bama. They're probably going to win it like, you know, 55 to like 30-something. I don't know. If no. <laughs> that many points on that Bama defense. No. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, that's the funny thing. Texas A&M is now lining up and running the football, and that's Bama's really good at stopping. I think I think it'll be close early, and then Bama's just going to run away with it. Bama's just so deep. What do they call it? Crock-potting them? The crock- oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to crock-pot them. Shout out to Solid Verbal. That's a... It's not a verbal reference there. I'm taking Bama. Like I said, Tua is the LeBron of college football. It gets boring talking about Bama. It's like, oh, it really Bama, is. Bama, yeah. Bama. All right, you just can't bet against them, though. It's true. One of these times, they might lose on a fluke. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so next game, we've got Notre Dame and Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no idea how they're doing. They're pretty good. I think they won the game this year. That Boston College Wake Forest game was a good game. That was a fun one to watch. They hung around with Boston College. Notre Dame is not playing good football right now. What did Wake Forest run? 105 plays? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't their quarterback a freshman quarterback too? Yeah, dual threat guy. And they're playing Notre Dame at Notre Dame? I think it's at Wake Forest. At Wake Forest? Uh, I'm taking Notre Dame. I can't pull the trigger on that one. Yep. Yeah, it's at Wake Forest. Yep, I'm still taking Notre Dame on that one. I think it'll still be close, like Notre Dame always has been playing this season, so I'm taking uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, they've won their last couple games by like 16 points, somewhere around there. It's re- really close games. I gotta go Notre Dame. All right, guys, this is the upset pick of the week for me. I'm a Wake Forest. <laughs> You're an Irish <laughs> fan, though. I am, but I think the Demon Deacon wow. is gonna kick the Fighting Irishman's A-word. It's gonna be amazing. Um, I just think that they're going to come out fired up. Notre Dame has been playing really bad football. Like I said, I'm kind of salty about that. That's influencing my pick on this. I think Notre Dame needs to take this loss early so that they can move on after this. But like I said, they're not playing good football, and I think Wake Forest can capitalize on this. Over the- under on uh, Windows throwing three interceptions. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't he get injured? Did he injured? Oh, I don't know. I thought he's just been throwing a bunch of I don't of know. Yeah, they've been rotating. They get down into the red zone. They're like, uh, Ian Book, get in there and, <laughs> and do something. For all listeners out there, uh, Nate's picks have been great against the spread. So you should pick that game against the spread if you're <laughs> anywhere near the place. They might not win, but it'll be close. Yeah, I like so it. You'll, you'll get it. The demons taking down the Catholics. That's true. Look at that. All right, what's the next the, game? Next game, we got Washington versus Arizona State. Bull Herms. Ooh. I, I saw Washington play. I saw Arizona State play. I'm taking Washington. Washington just looked more all around like a better team. Yeah, there's no question on this one. Washington is just a dominant team. They're going to win. Yeah, I got Washington. And I will take Washington as well. Even though Browning does the most boneheaded plays under pressure. like He's got the true. ref's ear. He is so whiny, and I swear he gets every call. So I stand corrected. Book didn't, or, uh, Bush did not get injured, nor did he have a turnover. 
Really? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, well, never mind. I retract my statement. He was not sacked and did not come turnover against Vandy. Somebody throws two picks. Unlike Ball game. State. The, the lofty defense of Ball State. Yeah. Hey, they, they're known for their defense. Is it Indiana? Is that where that school yeah, is? That yeah, that is. Yeah. All right, guys. This is the matchup of the week. This is the final game we're picking. Stanford, Oregon. Ooh. This is a good game. This is a good matchup. It's been good for a while, this matchup. Where's this one being played? This one's at Eugene. Okay, so we have... The, what's yeah. the guy's name? Herbert. At Eugene. Herbert. Herbert versus Herbert. Herbert. Oh yeah, Herbert. Versus uh, KJ Costello. <laughs> I want to believe that Oregon's back, so I'm gonna take Oregon. It was fun. Oregon was up in there, like just it's true. a lot. The jerseys, all yeah. that. The flash. Like that. Yeah. They the did speed. not. They beat San Jose State by what? 13 points. Hey, my my brother coaches there. <laughs> Shout out to San Jose State. <laughs> They'll be but, talking trash. But they're, <laughs> they are, no offense, Sione's brother, they're not good this year. And uh, to yeah. hang tough with Oregon, or yeah, to hang tough with Oregon for as long as they did, 13 points. Yeah, I want to go with Oregon here just because I want them to be back and I want to see all those crazy jerseys in action. Yeah. But I just, I can't. I think Stanford's just too good of a team for them. Um, I think Oregon will score some points on them, um, but I just think it'll be Stanford in the end. Yeah, so I know, have you guys watched much Oregon football this year? Nope. A little bit. They run a lot of the pistol. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. But they're they're trying to become this kind of spread pistol power running offense. They don't have a good running back this year. They don't have good wide receivers this year. Herbert is that entire team. I think Stanford's going to shut down run easily. I don't. I, you got to go Stanford. I think it's going to be like a two two score game, three score game. I think they're going to win big. They've got the better defense. They've got the better receivers. They've got the better. Bryce Love will be back for this game. Um, you got to go Stanford. This game all rests on the shoulders of Justin Herbert. I think if he can take over the game and transcend into the talent that a lot of people believe him to be, I think that they can really do some damage on the Stanford team. Bryce Love, apparently he wasn't hurt. There were reports saying that he was hurt, but he wasn't hurt. They were just resting him. So against a healthy, a healthy Bryce Love, I think that's going to be a really lofty task regardless. Uh, this is a hard one because I really I do want Oregon to be back. I think it's fun. College football is better when Oregon's great. It's true. But I, I do have to go with Stanford here. I think they've been tested more than Oregon, and they've shown that they're a really powerful team. I, and I think that they're our best shot to represent the Pac-12 in the college football playoff. I agree with all I love all you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we do a bonus pick just because I think it's funny to make fun of this one team and the other team is not funny because they scared us? Northern Illinois versus Florida State this weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm going NIU. Florida NIU. State is favored by 10, but I think NIU is going to pull that one off. I'm going NIU over the criminals. Oh, Florida State. Over the criminals. Didn't you know these two play like the Orange Bowl like five years ago? The NIU? Yeah, NIU and Florida State. They played a bowl, bowl game, BCS Yeah, it was game. a BCS game. Yeah, that was the Jordan something. The funny thing about this matchup is like... I feel like we're pretty much the same team as Florida State. We have this rockin' defense. Mm. They can't do shit on offense. Yeah. Florida State's defense isn't even that good either. They let up 30 against Syracuse. We're three games in, right, in the season? Yep, this is before coming up. Uh, Current, anyone do you guys know that's on the hot seat right now, three games in? Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart. You keep saying him. But Didn't you say you saw some people were trying to buy out his contract? Yeah. You're starting a, some GoFundMes? GoFundMes. The eight different GoFundMes. All right, guys, I got a hot take on this one. I think Kyle Winningham should be on the hot seat. I'm calling it. I'm Ooh. saying it. 
How many offensive coordinators are we going to go through yeah. while How we're running the same crappy offense year in and year out? Yeah, the defense and the special team is great. Special team's not really that great this year, to be honest, but the defense is always good. Offensively, it is not getting done. It would we as fans would be rather bad for a couple of years so that we can be great and maybe make a splash in the Pac-12 or even the college football playoff. Or are we content with this consistent stream of mediocrity that we've been having year in and year out? That's the question I ask for Utah fans. Just I, think about it. I got Mediocrity. I gotta... <laughs> consistent mediocrity. He's I, got, no matter what, he's got to keep that bull, that, that, what is that, the bull record alive? The yeah, bull he's 12 uh, and 1. 12, 10, or 11 and 1. That's what they keep talking yeah, about yeah. all the time. They're like, oh, this bull record is fantastic. Yeah, well, but how many of those were the Vegas bull against? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So many <laughs> He balls. can't win any of the, the meaningful games during the season. Ends up going to the Vegas Bowl that crushes Colorado State <laughs> hey, or BYU. They or beat whoever. West Virginia last year. West Virginia. Less that was, West Virginia. yeah, less West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Even that was an ugly one. Yeah. Um, so... I got one who this coach, this team should look should be even worse than they currently are. Um, Larry Fedora at North Carolina. The Ooh. only reason they didn't win last week is because their game was canceled because of the hurricane. Which good luck to everyone out there. Um, actually, Kate hit me up this weekend. We have a good friend that's down there, and she and her dogs. Most importantly, they're okay. But uh, they would be zero and three if that game didn't get canceled. I am pretty certain. That program is falling apart. That team yeah. is just. They are absolute. Garbage. And he he said what did he, he was talking about how CTE was not connected to football. He, said, oh, he called God. it like a fake science or something. <laughs> yeah, who they supposed? They were supposed to. They, they were supposed no, to. I didn't hear that. They were supposed to play UCF. They would have lost by like forty points. Oh my gosh. So that is the only reason that they're not on three right now. UNC was giving Notre Dame a run for its money a few years back. Like they yeah, used since, to have. Since some sort of fell team. down, yeah, it fell off like. Since Trubisky left, that whole program fall. What's that guy? Uh, Marquise? Marquise something? Mar- Marquise Lee? No, that's a USC guy. One of their quarterbacks years ago, and it was he versus Taj Boyd in the, the ACC championship, and that was a good one. That's how good they were. They were yeah. an ACC title. They were good. Yeah. They were legit. And now you see where they are. Owen. Sponsored by Jumpman. <laughs> who, who, who's going to be – who's your dream coordinator for Utah right now? Dream OC? Yeah, dream, dream OC. Right, if you can grab anyone else. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Man, I would want. Uh, I, I always want the Mike Leach. Bring in Mike Leach. <laughs> Nothing else is good for a, a good soundbite. Honestly, if we have a different offensive coordinator, would it even matter at this point? It wouldn't. Know. We've had how many offensive coordinators in the offense looks like the exact same? It's, it's the same freaking playbook every year. Yeah, I can count maybe four in my head, maybe five. I think uh, I think Urban Liar needs to make his return to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live a little bit. Urban Liar. Back. Urban Liar. Dan, Dan oh, Mullen was right now. <laughs> Dan Mullen was his OC. I mean, that'd be, yeah. be cool to have Dan Mullen back. I don't know whoever's West Virginia's offensive coordinator. No, They're yeah. in a pretty cool offense. Yeah. yeah. All right. And if Will Greer can come with him, that'd be awesome. Any, anything else, you guys? That's it. Nope. Thank God the Utes have a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks again for everyone uh, listening out there, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. See y'all. See you guys.